With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. So we've got ourselves some very strange behavior going on in the NFL by a few teams that could lead to a bigger discussion. I will explain what that is coming up here in just a couple of minutes. Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio. You can check out the show on the iHeartRadio app. You can find the show on SiriusXM Channel 83 and on all of our Fox Sports Radio affiliates. Wherever you are taking part in the program, 300-plus all across the country. We always appreciate a few minutes of your time as we come to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance, visit geico.com for a free rate quote. So when you ask for time off at your job, is it usually a job uh, that you just started? Like if you just started at this new place and you, you just uh, got got welcomed in and you got everything set up and you just started, you're a brand new employee at this company, would you ask for time off? Like would you pop to your boss two days into your uh, your start date at this new company Hey, uh, just heads up, I'm going to be taking off. Uh, we're going to Maui uh, for a week. Like Nobody would do that, right? I mean, you'd at least consider the idea of, I've got to get myself a little bit more established. Now, sometimes you have vacations planned going into a job that have been planned way in advance, and you can kind of work with the new company and work with your new boss, and maybe they'll understand a little bit, and that happens from time to time. But if not, you most likely wouldn't be asking for time off at a new place Because you just got there. If you walked up to your boss two days in and you put that vacation request in, he'd tell you to bleep off. It's not how it works. You're new. You're not established. We don't know whether you're going to work out here. There's a lot of things going against you in that situation. But what if you had been at a company for a while and you were established? And you were accomplished. 
It's a whole different conversation. Yeah, man, you've been here a while. You get it. You know the system. You're not going to take a big drop off when you when you leave and, and go out of town for a week, two weeks. Hell, whatever. That's part of the deal. You get uh, paid two weeks vacation every year, three, four, depending on your company, maybe even more. You've been here long enough. No worries. Go do what you got to do. We're good here. Take care of things. You've earned it. It's a whole different conversation. You know who's established and accomplished in the NFL? Guys like Aaron Rodgers, guys like Drew Brees, guys like Tom Brady, guys like Ben Roethlisberger, established. You know, they've accomplished stuff. You know who's not really established and not really accomplished in the NFL? Guys like Mitch Trubisky and Jared Goff. Not really established at all. You don't even really know what kind of employee they are. Really short time they've been with the company. But it's odd because uh, the Chicago Bears announced that Mitch Trubisky and other starters will rest in this next preseason game on Saturday against the Chiefs. Now, I know what you're thinking. Yeah, but they had that extra game because they were in the Hall of Fame game to start out the preseason. Yeah, except uh, if you think back to that Hall of Fame game, uh, you know who you didn't see out there? You didn't see Mitch Trubisky. He didn't play. Oh, and he's not expected to play in the final preseason game next week. Not going to play in that one either. Neither are any of the other starters. But we'll just keep it at Mitch Trubisky. So here's what we've discovered, and here's what we've found out. That the Chicago Bears are comfortable going into the regular season in two weeks with Trubisky coming off a mediocre rookie season in which he completed less than 60% of his passes, had as many interceptions as touchdowns, had only 12 starts, and was 40th amongst NFL quarterbacks a year ago in passer rating. Only 32 start which means backups, and several of them had a better passer rating than Mitch Trubisky a year ago. Oh, and by the way, by the way, a brand new head coach, new offensive coordinator, brand new offense, and new receivers. Knowing all that, his 34 snaps this preseason are enough that you feel comfortable sending him into battle week one at Green Bay on Sunday Night Football. How the F does that make sense? I, how does that make sense? Now the Rams, they most likely won't be playing Jared Goff at all this preseason. Okay, That's been kind of floated around, but most likely the LA Rams are not going to be playing Jared Goff at all in the preseason. Meaning it will have been over eight months since the last time Jared Goff threw a pass in an actual game. If that holds true, and you believe the reports, eight months, over eight months since the last time Jared Goff threw a pass in a game when he starts the season. Now, there's a difference between Jared Goff and Mitch Trubisky in this regard. Jared Goff was really good a year ago. He was really good. But the facts are, he's had one good season. He, too, has new pieces around him. 
Jared Goff and the Rams won as many playoff games last year as the Browns did. The last time Goff played in a football game, Isaiah Thomas was a starter for the Cavs. Like, he started that night. But nah, nah, nah. We're good to go two weeks from now on Monday Night Football at Oakland. We're good. Don't even worry about it. We don't need the preseason. F this. We are good here. Yeah, don't worry about it. He's good. He's uh, he's on his way to Canton. I, uh, uh, what am I missing here? What, what What's going on? Aaron Rodgers not playing another snap in the preseason. I get it. He's been in that same system for how many years now? He's dealt with injuries before in the regular season. You'd like to keep him as healthy as humanly possible because without Aaron Rodgers, you're a diaper fire of a team. We've seen that before. I get it. Aaron Rodgers, you don't want to play him in the preseason? No worries. Do whatever you got to do. Drew Brees, Tom Brady, same conversation. You guys have been in the same system for how many years? You know that on offense inside and out. You'll figure it out. You put in the time. You've got the reputation. You bust your ass. You've got the Hall of Fame numbers. You've got the Super Bowl rings. I get all that. Tom Brady doesn't play a single snap in the preseason. No worries at all. Drew Brees doesn't want to play at all in the preseason or he wants to play just one half and he wants to do it left-handed, go for it. What do I care? I get it. Ben Roethlisberger doesn't want to play in the preseason. Hey, he's dealt with health issues before. He got banged around a little bit in the preseason this year already. I understand it. He's taking taking a lot of hits. Uh, He scrambled outside of the pocket a lot early in his career. He's been banged up a lot. He's been knocked out of games. He's played uh, 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 under 16 games in a lot of seasons in his NFL career. But I get it. He's got the credentials. Even with a new offensive coordinator. I totally understand Ben Roethlisberger not wanting to play in the preseason. But I don't get sitting Jared Goff. And I definitely don't get sitting Mitch Trubisky. That makes no sense to me. Like, and I know what the easy answer to that is. Well, you know, you want to make sure that they're healthy going into the regular season. Uh, look, man, health has become everything in the NFL. And I wonder if at some point, much like the league with the helmet rule, I wonder if teams are overprotecting these players. Because you cannot tell me that after over eight months off, you're going to step into the first game of a regular season game in primetime football, and it's going to be like riding a bike. Because if it was like riding a bike, you wouldn't have bombed your first season if you're Jared Goff. If it was like riding a bike, the Bears wouldn't have fired a head coach and brought in a completely new offense. Because the first time Trubisky tried to ride a bike, didn't go too well. But I guess you saw enough in 18 pass attempts that you say, ah, listen, Sunday night football at Green Bay. Come on, Mitch, we got this. <laughs> All right, man. I, I, I don't get it. All right, I, okay. You go for it. <laughs> I just, I, it, it makes no sense to me. If, if I'm a Bears fan, I'm scratching my head. If I'm a Rams fan, I'm pretty concerned. Uh, what, what's happening here? It's not like we won the playoff game. You know, we did lose that game. Uh, We didn't win any games in the playoffs. We've got a lot of new pieces around us. 
Yeah, don't even worry about it. It's only eight, nine months. Who cares? It's crazy. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. 877-99 on Fox is the phone number. 877-996-6369. You can also get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox as we come to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. What does it mean when Geico says just 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance? It means you probably should have gone to Geico.com 15 minutes ago. Um, coming up next, there is a dark reality to something you really, really love in sports. I'll tell you what that is next on Fox Sports Radio. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Coming to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Uh, Coming up here in just a few moments, we're going to talk about a dark reality to the world of sports. All right? And uh, and listen, it's something that, that you love. That's why you're listening to this show. Okay, it's an aspect of sports that you love, but unfortunately, it is a dark reality. We will get to that here uh, coming up uh, momentarily here on Fox Sports Radio. I do want to welcome in the crew here on FSR. They will be riding shotgun with me until 6 a.m. Eastern time here on Fox Sports Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, Iowa Sam, your technical producer here at FSR. Good to the last drop. I see we got uh, we got hurricane coverage on oh, yeah. here. Listen, man. We're thinking I, of you, Hawaii. We are. I love. Yeah, our friends listening on Fox Sports 990. Uh, you might have some uh, some bigger things going on. By the way, this can I just call out somebody with this hurricane coverage? Yes. And and I like the guy, but Jim Cantori. You're calling out the uh, Jim Cantori. Okay. First of all, like, what are you a set designer? I, I'm watching Jim Cantori's coverage because this thing went from a Category Five to a fart out of a corpse. All right. Like it's now, it's the winds are down to seventy miles an hour. It's down a, to seventy. A, a, yeah. a category one. Yeah. Um, it's stationary. Like it just it it just completely fell apart. And so I'm watching the the Weather Channel and Jim Cantori's doing the report. While I was here working uh, at Fox Sports Radio, I was hosting with Dan Byer on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Friday. And so Cantori's on on the beach in Oahu, and he's standing in front of a branch. That fell off a tree. So you'd assume, just by the way they designed the set, that it was utter chaos. Except one problem. Jim Cantori's got a hat on. The winds were so not strong that his hat wasn't moving. Okay? I know he wears tight clothes, but there should be some movement on the t-shirt if there's that strong of a breeze. And then behind him, it was so treacherous, and the scene was so dangerous in Oahu, you had like 300 little kids playing in the water. Like, what are we doing here? Like, they made it seem like it was the set of uh, the scene on Jaws where all the kids are running up onto the shore because somebody got bit in half. Like, there's, there was no threat anywhere. That poor branch got bit in half. That's what happened. Like, I, I honestly wonder if one of the producers said, hey, Jim, it would be a good look if we grabbed this branch um, uh, that that fell off two weeks ago and was and was hiding a 12-pack of Kona uh, on the side so nobody had to pay for beer at Duke's uh, on the beach. It would be a good idea if we put this branch behind you and make it seem like we really had ourselves a real disaster here. They have to sell it, you know. They have. They, he already. I there. guess, man. He has to sell it. They want people to watch. I guess, you know? but uh, that's. <laughs> I mean, man. But I'll tell you what. They're lucky though. They are the, lucky. The, the coverage of the Weather Channel. I love watching the Weather Channel when there's a storm. I can't get enough. I'm a weather nerd. I'm like Mike Trout, except he's good at his job. Uh, but man, I I love the Weather Channel. I cannot get enough. Um, ladies and gentlemen, Mike, the Night Mayor. 
Michael, is your executive nightmare. producer this here. This is my Fox nightmare. What's happening, Jonas? I, I know you always look nightmare. forward to these. And don't don't be so hard on yourself, man. You're good at your job. I mean, not. I mean, Mike Trout's obviously very good at his job, but don't be so hard on yourself. Well, I mean, right. I, I'm just, uh, and, and also, look, I have a little bit of a vested interest in this. Uh, I may or may not uh, be going to Hawaii some point within, right. I don't know, like less than a week. So if this thing could just go ahead and get the hell out of here, right? Just disappear. In fact, those tickets are probably not refundable at this point. Uh, yeah. No, and 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 in fact, when this storm does go away, I'm going to talk trash to it. <laughs> like, yeah, we're, we're going to dance on some graves here. We're going to dance on the grave of a uh, Hurricane Lane that tried to tried to ruin a potential vacation. Ladies and gentlemen, the, uh, speaking of uh, of dancing on graves, he is the most violent man in sports talk radio. Normally, he is here Saturdays into Sundays on Fox Sports Radio, but a special. Double header with the great Ralph Urban. Ralph. Aloha, brother. <laughs> Aloha. And I, Jonas, on the flip side to Jim Cantori, the, the folks at KHON2, Justin Cruz, Kelly Simic, Kamaka Peely, they said early Ooh. in the week this was going to peter out by the weekend. Yeah. I mean, they it, were on it, top of it. It appears to be. It appears to be petering out here. But there is lots of, uh, lot, lots of flooding in, uh, on the Big Island in uh, Maui, so yeah. all the best to them. Yeah, so uh, so we are thinking of uh, of our friends on uh, Fox Sports 990, um, the great affiliate uh, in Hawaii. So, yeah. Uh, all right, uh, Jonas Knox here on FSR, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. So, Urban Meyer found the need on Friday, late Friday afternoon, to apologize. Um, so he wanted to apologize. To sum it up, I'm not going to read the whole apology to you. Uh, to sum it up, he apologized uh, for the way he may have uh, been perceived at the press conference, how serious he takes domestic violence allegations, relationship violence, all of that stuff. And then he closed it with an apology to Courtney Smith, the wife of Zach Smith. Now, the response was to the backlash that Urban Meyer got because people felt like he was a little bit heartless and a little bit tone deaf and a little bit callous. Um, at his press conference earlier in the week when it was announced he was going to be suspended for three games. Um, I got a lot of heat this week, uh, more than I even imagined would would even be a possibility. Um, I talked about it on this show. Uh, Brady Quinn and I talked about it on our Sunday night show here on Fox Sports Radio about some of the tactics in Brett McMurphy's reporting or some of his coverage of the story. And I stand by those. It it felt like a guy who had a personal vendetta. Um it, it, it didn't. It it veered away from. I want to give you the story, and I want to do the reporting. To well, just in case they say anything, I've got more here. It's like, why are you holding anything back, man? Just give us the facts right out of the gate, and stop playing this. Um, and, and I equated it to. Uh, he's like a a garage sales, uh, like a garage sale haggler, you know, like a garage sale businessman to where. Uh, he'll tell you he's only got 30 bucks unless you up the price, and somehow he magically finds another 10 or a 5 in his back pocket. It's just weird how that happens. But we talked about it because it was an aspect to the story, and we didn't know which way this thing was going to go. And so a lot of uh, a lot of Ohio State fans, uh, a lot of people in Columbus were, were happy to hear the other side talk. Uh, I, I guess we, had, we were on one side and somebody was on the other. But the bigger point on all of this stuff is if you are outraged by the punishment or you're upset that the story didn't end the right way, how did you think this was going to end? 
there was no other way for this story to end but in a messy way. Because everything about the story is messy. You've got potential domestic violence. Um, you've got a, a husband who potentially cheated on his wife. They've got kids together. You've got potentially uh, a, a, a coach lying. You've got a coach lying to the media. Oh, and by the way, you've got $2,200 worth of sex toys and a crank pick in the Oval Office. Oh. Which part of that did you think was going to end up in Roses? Like, we were all going to walk away and go, hey, I'm good with this. This is a fun story. Man, what a, what a heartwarming story. Yay. It was never going to happen. This was a, a nasty, ugly story from the start. But it's another example of the dark side of sports. And sometimes sports are shady and it gets dirty. And I don't know why people continue to be surprised when things like this come up. And I'm not saying that, that you know, I'm ah, nothing surprises me and I'm not impressed by this. But maybe it's just I, I, I come from a background where I've seen a lot of bad things. And I've grown up a lot around a lot of awful things. And I've had a lot of bad things happen to, to my family and things go on around me. So maybe I'm a little bit more weathered to incidents like this or to situations like this. And maybe I don't overreact to a story because I want to wait for all the facts. And maybe I don't jump the gun and say somebody should lose their job. And I'm totally outraged and surprised that anybody would act this way because I've seen people do crazy things. But it comes to a point to where no matter where you come from, if you like sports and you watch sports and you listen to sports and you root for teams and you're a big fan of sports radio or television or whatever, at some point you've just got to get weathered to the idea that bad stories are going to pop up. Whether it's Penn State or it's Baylor or it's Ohio State or whatever, how many times do we have to see this happen before we realize, oh, you mean they're not perfect either? Oh, 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 you mean so like it's not all squeaky clean there either? Like I, I just I wasn't surprised that Urban Meyer wasn't fired. That's why I wasn't outraged. I said last week it would be a, a between a two to four game suspension. Well, look at the schedule and look at who they're playing. Sorry, that's that's college football. The better teams are able to plan their schedules accordingly. Why do you think Alabama plays a big-time powerhouse week one, and why do you think it's on a neutral field? Because they get paid a ton of money, they've got a ton of time to prepare, and even if they do lose, they've got an entire season to make up for the loss and it, it, it just part of the deal. So while everybody complains about, well, you know, Alabama's playing Charleston Southern uh, or, uh, or, or Snickers Tech uh, uh, right before the Iron Bowl. Yeah, man, like that's, that's part of the perks, I guess. If you're a big-time powerhouse program, you can sort of call the shots. I wasn't surprised Urban Meyer didn't lose his job. I didn't expect it to happen. Some people are outraged because, well, he should no longer be a head coach. How could you trust a guy like this? Because he lied to the media? A lot of people lie to the media. People lie to me all the time. If I interview coaches or players, or I mean, they're lying all the time. Don't take it personally, and neither should you. This is just a dark side to sports. It sucks. Nobody likes domestic violence. Nobody likes seeing people get hurt. 
Nobody likes any of this crap. But unfortunately, as time goes on and we have more access and we find out more, you start to realize that they're not perfect either. So I think Urban Meyer trusted a guy and was too loyal to somebody that clearly has issues. I mean, how many people have been to the White House after winning a championship or whatever? Like, how many of those people also took a crank pick while in the White House? I, I, if I ever visited the White House, you don't want to know the last thing on my mind would, would possibly be? Literally the last thing on my mind. Hey, where can I pull my man hammer out and send a pick to somebody while I've got the president's towel wrapped around it? Like, what are we t- So clearly the guy's got issues. Clearly. I, didn't, I think Urban Meyer, never in his wildest dreams did he ever think that this was going to come to this. And that's why he was just sort of so nonchalant at Big Ten Media Days. And he gave some sort of obscure answer and, and messaging and all of that stuff. And I think it, that was evident that he didn't think this was going to go this far. Otherwise, I think he would have handled Big Ten Media Days differently. I, I When Urban Meyer comes out and tells you, I, I trusted somebody, I was too loyal to somebody, I buy it. Some of the other stuff, I don't necessarily buy at the press conference, but I buy that aspect of it. And when he says, if I'd handle Big Ten Media Days differently, we probably wouldn't be here, that's probably true. But unfortunately, he spoke in absolutes. And when you do that, people can call your shot. So it, it just you, you, you can get really emotional and you can get wrapped up in this stuff and you could talk about how dirty they are and all of this stuff. And for the fans and media throwing stones, you live in a glass house. For people at ESPN ripping Urban Meyer, how could you keep this guy as head coach? How could you employ somebody like this when you knew there was domestic violence? Last I checked, the first incident with Zach Smith that, was, came, that came into question the first time he was arrested was in 2009. Guess where Urban Meyer's first job was after he left Florida after 2009? ESPN. Did anybody at ESPN ask about any of his assistant coaches? Did anybody do a background check on Urban Meyer at ESPN? Stop throwing stones. If you're a fan of a program, if you're a Michigan fan and you're ripping Ohio State, I got news for you. Do enough digging, you could find something dirty with your program too. It's not that hard. Everybody on the freeway speeds. Not everybody gets pulled over. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. You can also get me on Twitter at Knox as we come to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Coming up next, I have got an NFL conspiracy theory. Okay, this is a juicy one. This has a lot of people involved and I'm starting to like it more and more, but I might hate it after I say it on the air. So stick around. That's coming up right next after this from Ralph Irvin with the latest. Well, thank you very much, Jonas. And we start in the American League West, where Houston was a 9-3 winner at the Angels. They lead the division now by a game and a half over Oakland, who had no trouble taking out Minnesota 7-1. The A's holding on to that final American League wild card spot. A few games behind Oakland, you will find Seattle, who won at Arizona 6-3. Despite the loss, the Diamondbacks still a game up on Colorado. That's because the Rockies fell to St. Louis 7-5. It was the fourth straight win for the Cardinals. They hold the first National League wild card spot. 
They also played 15 innings in Milwaukee, and the Brewers were 7-6 winners over Pittsburgh. Online car shopping can be confusing, not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car, so visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Six games Friday on the NFL preseason schedule. Sam Darnold, 8 of 16, just 86 yards. He did throw a touchdown, but the Jets fell to the Giants 22-16. Adrian Peterson made his Washington Redskins debut, 11 carries, 56 yards. Denver still a winner in D.C., 29-17. And Detroit was a late winner, scoring in the last minute to beat Tampa Bay, 33-30. Jonas? Thanks, Ralph. Coming to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Uh, Coming up in probably about 10 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio, we are going to talk about a very bizarre scene. All right, One that I don't think I've ever seen before. That'll be coming up uh, 10 minutes from now here on FSR. By the way, if you're in Hawaii... And, uh, and you want to chime in and let us know what the real weather is uh, so we don't look like we're watching a movie set when there's props put around to make it seem like it's worse. Like, like uh, Jim, And I love Jim Cantori, but he's standing in front of the only broken tree branch on the beach, and in the background you hear a bunch of kids playing Marco Polo. Like, like that, that's how dangerous this hurricane was. Um, but you can tweet. At the Jonas Knox, if you were in Hawaii, and let us know what's going on as we monitor Hurricane Lane. Um, so I was talking about this. Uh, like teams are resting starters more and more this preseason. Um, two uh, two quarterbacks, starting quarterbacks in the NFL. Mitch Trubisky has hardly played, and when he has, he's been terrible. Um, uh, Jared got well. I don't want to say terrible, mediocre. Jared Goff hasn't played at all. Okay, he's coming off one good season. Mitch Trubisky's got no good seasons. And for some reason, the Chicago Bears are like, you know what? Yeah, we're going to go ahead and sit Mitch the third game, and then we're going to sit him the fourth game because we just feel so confident that two weeks from now when he goes and takes the field Sunday night football at Green Bay, a team that has walked all over us for the past decade and a half, yeah, we just feel like uh, like Mitch is going to be ready. I mean, never mind that he's got a new offense, new coach, new offensive coordinator. No, no, we're good here. Don't worry about it. Well, at least your head coach has got experience. Who, Matt Nagy? No, not at all, actually. First time head coach. Oh. Well, at least you got an experienced offensive coordinator there, Mitch, though, so that'll take a lot of the pressure off. Oh, Mark Helfrich? Oh, no, 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 he's been in college. Well, at least you got, you know, like a wide receiver core, you know, like health isn't an issue. and uh, Allen Robinson, yeah, coming off the knee injury. Yeah. And uh, Kevin White, uh, first-round draft pick, can't stay healthy. Yeah, don't worry about it. We'll go into Sunday night football. We're good to go here, guys. Everybody uh, uh, on on one. Ready? Break. Like, what, what, what are you doing? And so Jared Goff's not going to play in the preseason. And so I, I just think it's bizarre. Like, I would get it if it was one of these established quarterbacks. It, it would make all the sense in the world. But it, it's not. These are guys. Jared Goff's got one good season under his belt. Mitch Trubisky's got none. And for some reason, their teams are like, eh, safety first here. We got to play it safe. But I always hear this about the NFL, and you've heard it too, that it's a copycat league. Whether it's the wildcat or the spread off, I mean, whatever the case may be, the uh, running quarterback, all like it's a copycat league. Watch how this plays out. 
Okay, like 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 j- just 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 watch how this plays out. Okay, and you got to be very very careful about judging this ahead of time. I am judging it ahead of time because it doesn't make any sense to me. But I think you got to be very careful when it comes to this. All right, because there's something to watch for. Okay. If you wanted to get a company policy changed, take whatever job you work at, whatever it is, if you wanted to get a company policy changed, whether it's a dress code or the start time or the pay raise, whatever, you could go talk to your boss, but chances are it's going to fall on deaf ears because you're one person. He's got an entire company to worry about. Why would one person change the entire company's policy? But if you wanted to get a company policy changed and everybody went in and talked to your boss, conversation's completely different. More voices. There's a safety in numbers. NFL players and some coaches either don't like the preseason at all or they don't like the length of the preseason. So what would have more of an impact? If Aaron Rodgers and other players complain about it, or if Aaron Rodgers and other players just don't play. Like, here's a fun conspiracy to think about. What if teams and what if starting players, knowing they control who plays and who doesn't, just started not playing in the preseason at all? You think the NFL might listen then? be one thing if if it's just Mitch Trubisky resting in the preseason. Hey, that's a whatever. You guys the Bears, that's your thing, that's fine. But what if all starters on all teams and this became a trend because it is a copycat league. What if all starters moving forward just didn't play in the preseason? Or what if they just played, you know, like game 2 of the preseason so they could have an entire 3 weeks or 4 weeks off before the start of the regular season? The NFL would have to listen. At some point, you'd have to listen. And I just wonder if the math has changed on the preseason. And I wonder if teams and players and coaches look around and say, well, what kind of power do we have to create change? Safety in numbers. Instead of having one guy go to the boss to ask about a company policy change, send everybody there. That's when it happens. And so I just wonder if there's been some discussion, whether privately between coaches, uh, whether it's uh, starters, um, star players, I wonder if more and more of them are just thinking to themselves, hey guys, we don't have to play in these games. The regular season's one thing. But what if we just said, you know what? Trickle-down effect. How about we just refuse to play in these preseason games, and then fans and television networks start to complain because they're watching guys uh, uh, that they've never heard of before in August, trying to get their football fix, where do you think those complaints are going to go? They're going to go straight to the NFL. It's going to turn into the Adam Silver having to talk about NBA players resting during the regular season. It's preseason. I get it. But the NFL still cares. That's why they televise them. Yeah, I don't feel great about that conspiracy theory. I've had better ones. Um, I'm also a little disappointed we didn't have Unsolved Mysteries, uh, the Unsolved Mysteries theme. Uh, that that may have thrown me off a bit. So I, I'm I'm leaking confidence in that conspiracy theory. Totally leaking confidence. But if it turns out to be true and you hear that take somewhere else, you know where you heard it first. Weekend overnights while you were bombed. 
All right. Uh, Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 877-99 on Fox is the phone number. You can also get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox. Coming up next, maybe the most bizarre scene that you've ever witnessed or heard about in the world of sports. I've got it for you next on FSR. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Coming to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. I used to love this song, man. My brother gave me the cassette tape. My older brother gave me the cassette tape of uh, Living Color. Man, I don't even know how old I was, but he got rid of all his cassettes, and he gave me this. I used to listen to this song all the time. Great song, man. Great song. Kind of their only hit, though. Oh, yeah. They had nothing else. I bought the That's greatest it. hits. It was like five ninety nine yeah. for like 11 songs. That, that'll get it you. Was, it was junk. Get, yeah. You, uh, you can listen to that the entire time while you're playing a dump and finish it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't even Pretty uh, much. Yep. Yeah. Just on, on the pot um, and you've got nothing to read. Just throw on greatest hits from Living Color. That'll get you through about yeah. four or five minutes. Yep. That's all you need. All right. Well, at least they got a greatest hits. Yeah. Yeah, they had their moment. Good for them. Uh, all right. Um, so I, th- this is just bizarro world, an absolutely bizarre scene. So if you just you can answer this silently in your car, answer it to yourself if you're uh, you know smoking weed or listening to the show, whatever it is that you do at this time of night or this time of morning uh, on a Saturday morning. Go ahead. Well, we we welcome all listeners. I've always told everybody that. But if you heard of the name F.A. A Jagba. Hmm? Anybody out there? Who the f- is that guy? Hey, Connor, enough. He's a boxer. Um, he was fighting a guy by the name of Curtis Harper. It was on Fox Sports 1. There was an event in Minneapolis. Um, and this is how the start of the fight went when Curtis Harper did this. And two opponents in quick fashion. And Curtis Harper has walked out of the ring. Wait, what? I've never seen this before. He walked out of the ring. He walked out of the ring. He's not fighting this guy. He walked out of the ring. I've never seen this before in my life. Curtis Harper has walked out of the ring. He just left. Start of the fight. They ring the bell, and he leaves. (laughs) He just walks out, walks to the back. People are stunned. You're the announcers. What the hell's happening here? So Harper said afterwards that he felt disrespected by his pay, um. Uh, yeah, there was a dispute over the pay, so he just decided to leave. Um. I've seen something like this happen, something similar once before in boxing. There was um. Obviously, everybody remembers Mike Tyson biting the ear off of Evander Holyfield. That was all craziness. But Oliver McCall was a boxer back in the late nineties, nineteen ninety seven, and he was fighting Lennox Lewis. And during the fight, in between like the third and fourth round, or at some point during the fight, Oliver McCall had some sort of a nervous breakdown or a mental breakdown in the middle of the fight and just started hysterically crying in his corner. And he wasn't a a bad fighter. He was pretty good. He was a decent fighter and just sort of lost it and lost control in the middle of the fight. But this guy walking out, Curtis Harper walking out of the fight, sucks for a few people. It sucks for his trainers, and it sucks for his opponent. Because what ends up happening is those guys went through a fight camp with you for however long the fight camp lasted. Six weeks, eight weeks, whatever. They got you prepared. They got up. They worked out with you. They did road work with you. They The, the entire time your training staff was getting you ready 
for this fight. They tape up your gloves. Um, they get you fitted. They every, Everything's done. Like They go out of their way to make sure you are as best prepared for a fight as humanly possible. And you walk the second the bell rings. And imagine how his opponent feels. Yeah, that's going to go down as a win on his win-loss record. But he just busted his ass in a training camp himself. He cut weight. He got into shape. He went through all of that to try and fight a guy. And it was a big-time event on television. Televised fights. I, I, I'm a boxing nut. I've been to a, a ton of boxing events. I used to cover boxing. I've been to those non-televised events where the opening fights are four rounds. And it's guys that have no hope at a professional career. And it is smoke. Four rounds of throwing heat. And then there's these other guys that are brought up slowly throughout the process. This is your first time to get or one of your first times to get some real uh, recognition from a national audience in America and your opponent bails. Like It's like when a fighter misses weight in the UFC. The reason why the other fighters are so pissed off is because of everything they had to go to and they made weight. Why couldn't you hold up your end of the bargain? And they can uh, penalize you or, or punish you and, and, and dock some of your pay if they even agree to the fight. But just imagine if anything like this happened in any other sport. To where a starting quarterback, first play of the game, under center and just decides... Yeah, you know, I'm just going to go ahead and get out of here. Uh, I don't think I want to do this anymore. I don't like my contract. And now that I think about it, I actually want it to happen. It'll make it more interesting in the preseason. Eat a fist. We've got ourselves a little bit of a division, a divide in the NFL between front office and coaching staff and potentially quarterbacks. That coming up here in just a couple of minutes. Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio. You can check out the show on the iHeartRadio app. You can also uh, listen to us on SiriusXM Channel 83 and on every one of our Fox Sports Radio affiliates, wherever you are taking part in the program. Always appreciate a few minutes of your time as we come to you live here like we do every single week from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com. For a free rate quote. So there's an interesting story in the NFL that I think is not totally being told in sincerity. You ever notice, and and I'll put it to you this way. You ever notice how different the energy level is between people coming and going in an airport? We've all seen it. Maybe you just never thought about it or maybe spoke about it or communicated it, but we've all seen it and we've all felt it as well, too. Um, You get through security and after you get through security, depending on the airport, you'll pass by people that are either going to security or if you just got off your plane and you're leaving, you're passing by people who are going through security to go on to their vacation. Like, it's just a different vibe all the way around. I know at, at Chicago, at Midway Airport, there's this stretch to where as you're passing through, when you walk by, you're seeing everybody go through security, and they're going to vacation. And usually, you're coming back from Chicago, and you are leaving 
um, and vacation's over and you're a little hungover and you're about to sit on a plane for a while or you're about to go back home, it's just a different vibe. You got a different pep in your step. The whole thing is is just completely different. It's like passing a, um, two boats passing in the night or, or one the escalator going down or the escalator going up. It's just a different vibe all the way around. And some people are on their way to vacation and others are just on their way to go back home. And that's what the situation in Cleveland reminds me of with the Browns. There is so clearly to me a divide there. And I just don't think that it's being totally told on hard knocks. I think they're giving you the goods. I think they're giving you the entertainment, but I don't think they're really telling you about the true divide. So Hugh Jackson, the head coach of the Cleveland Browns, got some heat on Thursday night. Tyrod Taylor, in a preseason game against Philadelphia, goes down with what appeared to be a gruesome injury to his left hand. Now, the way his hand bent, um, listen, I didn't know whether or not he was going to be a starting quarterback in the NFL or he was going to turn into Jamie Lannister off Game of Thrones. Uh, I had no idea because it looked disgusting. And people were concerned, and there was outrage on Twitter, and people were bothered by it. But people were also bothered by the idea that Tyrod Taylor went back into the game. It's a preseason game. He's already been hurt. Tyrod Taylor went back in the game. And nobody could figure, why why are you putting him back in? The game doesn't mean anything. Hugh Jackson talked about the injury and the situation afterwards. I was very concerned. It's a hand because I wasn't sure anytime your starting quarterback goes into the locker room, you're not sure. But he came back, obviously went back in the game. So we'll continue to, to look at it and see where we are as we head into next week. I was aware of it. But, I mean, obviously the, our medical people said he was fine and he could be out there. And we wouldn't have put him back out there if he wasn't. So, again, we'll check everything uh, tonight and see where he is. But I think uh, hopefully everything will be okay. So he's got a dislocated pinky. Uh, he's got a bone bruise. By the way, those bone bruises, the the bruises, uh, bone bruises are a bastard and a half, man. I had a bone bruise on my knee when I dislocated my kneecap. That thing took probably nine months to heal. Uh, so uh, uh, Tyrod Taylor, get used to a sore left hand. But point being, um, you ask the question. Okay, so why did Hugh Jackson put Tyrod Taylor back in the game? You know, why Why would Hugh Jackson want Tyrod Taylor back in that game in that situation? And the easy answer is the same answer you would give as to why Hugh Jackson wants Tyrod Taylor as a starting quarterback. Because he wants to save his job. Hugh Jackson's job is on the line. And so we've talked about it on this show before to where he's kind of in this odd situation because even if he does remarkably well and he improves by 600% over what he's done the first two years in Cleveland, he's still a 10-loss team. And I don't know many NFL head coaches who see a fourth year when they've got seven wins over the first three. I can't recall any. And so Hugh Jackson's in this position to where he wants to save his job. And he trusts Tyrod Taylor is going to be the difference and going to be an upgrade over what he's had over there in Cleveland the past couple of years, which are turnover-prone quarterbacks. Tyrod Taylor's one strength is he doesn't turn the ball over. 
Maybe he's limited in what he can do, but at least you know you have that going for you. It's one less headache, one less thing to worry about. So Hugh Jackson's trying to save his job. But when you actually think about it, Tyrod Taylor and Hugh Jackson are in similar spots. Kind of the, well, I mean, I don't know. I'm not really sure about him. Uh, uh, Tyrod Taylor, not really sure what he can do as a quarterback. I think he kind of knows what he's doing, and I think he's a good quarterback, but uh, clear, clearly not good enough because he was on the Buffalo Bills, and they they were ready to part with him, and they didn't want to keep him around long term. I mean, we're just not really sure about Tyrod Taylor. And Hugh Jackson, look, a, a lot of people were surprised Hugh Jackson was let go in Oakland. I mean, we know Hugh Jackson knows his offense, and he's a a good coach, and he's a player's coach, and he had some success in Oakland, and it was kind of a difficult season because, you you know, you traded for for Carson Palmer, and then Al Davis passed away in the middle of the year, and, like, all this stuff. I mean, well, we're just not really sure. And I just wonder if Hugh Jackson looks at Tyrod Taylor and sees a little bit of himself in that here's a guy – who hasn't been really given a lot of great opportunities, and the ones he has been given haven't been around a lot of elite talent. And I want to give this guy as many opportunities as possible because I would like as many opportunities as possible. And I wonder if Hugh Jackson sees a little bit of what his career arc is like in Tyrod Taylor's. I mean, they are in similar spots, and the spot they're in is they're on their way out. That's just a fact. They are on their way out. Hugh Jackson is probably not going to be back. And Tyrod Taylor is definitely not going to be back. But you know who they're passing on the way out? Baker Mayfield and John Dorsey. See, because Baker Mayfield and John Dorsey, they're the future. Baker Mayfield, you drafted him number one overall. You've seen a lot in him this preseason that he's got talent and he's got a skill set and he's accurate. He didn't play all that well on Thursday night, but you believe that he is the future of the organization. That's why you spent that draft pick on him. That's why you wanted to make sure there were no holdouts, that you wanted to get this guy signed and in before training camp. Baker Mayfield is the future. If the Browns do go 6-10, and 10, with Hugh Jackson as the coach, what's changed over the past couple of years? What's the difference? Oh, it's John Dorsey. See, he was here before. He couldn't get it done. So what's the difference maker? What's, what's the one thing that has changed here in Cleveland that wasn't here the year before when we won one game at a 32? Oh, John Dorsey. Yeah, he came in, completely changed the culture, brought in new talent, brought in all these guys. So hard knocks can paint the picture of harmony and working together all they want. And these guys are getting along great. But deep down, Hugh Jackson knows he's probably gone. And Tyrod Taylor knows that he's definitely gone. John Dorsey and Baker Mayfield, they're good. They are the future. That's why Dorsey was hired. And that's why Dorsey drafted Baker Mayfield number one overall. They're set. So they, they've painted this out to be a, a, a great working relationship, and these guys are all getting along together. But you can't tell me that deep down, Baker Mayfield and Tyrod Taylor know what the score is, 
and John Dorsey and Hugh Jackson definitely know what the score is. Just because you're in the same airport doesn't mean you're both going on vacation. One is always going, and one's going in the other direction. And I think that's what's happening in Cleveland, and I'm just curious to see at what point during the season that John Dorsey starts making some of the calls here when it comes to the quarterback. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. 877-99 on Fox is the phone number. 877-996-6369. You can also get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox as we come to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Uh, coming up next here on Fox Sports Radio, there is a, a, a simple truth about an NFL quarterback. All right, And I know this is going to upset some people, and you're going to get frustrated by this, but it is just a reality. We'll explain what that is next here on FSR. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Coming up here in uh, just a couple of minutes, there's uh, an interesting little situation that is happening in the NFL. I, f- I find it very interesting because it involves a couple of players that I'm not really sure what they are. So uh, I'll explain that uh, coming up momentarily here on Fox Sports Radio. Want to let you know we do have great news. There's a quick way you could save money. Switch to Geico. Go to Geico.com. In 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. Uh, We are watching Hurricane Lane because somebody on this show may or may not have a vacation coming up in Hawaii. And I would like that SOB to take a walk, all right? Disappear, vanish into the sky, go do what you got to do. Don't F up Hawaii. Also because uh, our friends are in Hawaii, uh, Fox Sports 990, um, our friends uh, on the uh, the Great Island of Oahu, listening on, uh, on uh, Fox Sports 990, Fox Sports Hawaii, our great affiliate out there. So, you know, we appreciate it. Uh, by the way, didn't uh, somebody from Hawaii send uh, a, a package to uh, the show? Ralph, let's go live uh, to the uh, Hawaii package hoarder, Ralph Irvin, for the latest. Ralph? Yes. In fact, we we had a, a very grateful listener uh, and her sister. They both listen intently, and they, they sent us a package. I, I was neglectful in bringing it in tonight. It'll be here tomorrow night to uh, pass on to, to all, right. all uh, the members of the staff. The, the the big unveil uh, the big unveil I can't wait for it now do you have any ideas to what's in the box per se I do have some ideas I'm not like Brad Pitt right now what do you mean you know screaming uh, what's in the box okay. what's in the box okay. yeah that was and let's go uh yeah this was Ralph Urban when he was in the mail room earlier what's in the box <laughs> no I was given some clues so I made sure the right things got to the right people okay interesting. So we'll hold it account of you, uh, hold you accountable in case anything sucks that we get. Okay, if that's yeah. the way it's going to be. Right. Sure. Aloha, brother. Right. See, we got to look, Ralph. We got to blame somebody. It's got to happen. Oh, by the way, I see that the Ben Maller show, which is a uh, Ben Maller. They, this is the show in this time slot during the week. It's Ben Maller. Great show. Um, love those guys. Ben's one of the all-time greats. Eddie Garcia is my guy. Uh, Justin Cooper's insane. Uh, the, the whole show, Roberta, like all those guys are great. Uh, they threw out the first pitch at a minor league baseball game. Um, all of them? Yeah. Like they all touched the ball and threw it at the same time? What, what was the, it, what was the, it Ben? Uh, what the F, man? Like when are we going to get to throw out a first pitch at a game? That's unbelievable. 
For, hey, the, ba- for the Bakersfield Blaze. I, I, no, I don't know who it is. The 66ers. The Inland Empire 66ers. Yeah, Inland Empire It's the second 66ers. team that they've thrown out for. It's yeah. insane. What the heck, Jonas? We he, gotta, we gotta, I got to get working on that. Yeah, we got we to make something happen. Can we throw out the first pitch in an effing game or drop the puck at a minor league hockey game? Anything. I wish. We all got to get like a Tuesday night cleared and I mean, head out to... Come on, Temecula man. or something. What do we got to do here? Gr- grinding away here on weekend overnights. We're, we're entertaining. Um, look, it's like afternoon drive in Bangladesh right now. We are entertaining people all over the world right now. Can't are you not entertained? Now, I, I do have just want to let you know, if you are a minor league team out there and you would like us to either drop the puck or throw out the first pitch, um, we will do it with one under one condition. Um, you have to pay us, uh, hey, yeah. and, and a and a heavy amount. Uh, appearance fees are not cheap, and so if you want weekend overnights to appear and drop a puck, or throw out a first pitch, or uh, uh, flip a coin, or whatever the hell it is that you do, it will be an appearance fee. Great um, cash, homie. Uh, you can pay Sam uh, with a thirty box of Natty Light, though. He will gladly accept that. Um, all right. Uh, coming up uh, at about less than 10 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio, we are going to play Guess That Garbage here on FSR. If you've never heard the game before, Guess That Garbage is where we test your NFL trivia. If you want to be a part of Guess That Garbage, 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. Guess That Garbage coming up less than 10 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. So I threw out this... Um, conspiracy theory that I had about the NFL, you're seeing all these players not play in the preseason, or they're just playing a couple of games and that's it. So if you're only playing two out of the four games in the preseason, and and you're seeing guys like Mitch Trubisky, it was announced is not going to be playing in the third preseason game for the Bears. Uh, Yeah, because he doesn't need the work. Uh, Jared Goff's not playing in the preseason at all. Uh, that's what it's looking like. The Rams have decided, yeah, Jared Goff, he's not going to play in the preseason at all. Um, And my conspiracy theory is, I wonder if there are teams and maybe players who figure, you know what? We don't really like the preseason anyways. We think it's kind of a money grab for the NFL. Um, Fans aren't as into it. It's kind of a ripoff to pay for some of the ticket prices, even though you can get into some of these games this weekend for like two, three bucks. Um, but but like the the prices they charge, all of that, we're not really all that into it, anyways, and we're not getting paid for these games. So hey, um, what do you say? Maybe we uh, you know, just don't play any of our starters. If the NFL insists on us playing four or five exhibition games every single August, why don't we just start not playing the starters? And then what are they gonna do? It's going to at least create a, a dialogue. It's going to at least create a conversation. And so I, I just wonder if maybe NFL teams and maybe NFL players have thought this through and said, look, we've got to use our voices. We've got to use whatever power we've got if we want to eliminate preseason games. And the only way that's going to happen is if enough people show up and enough people complain about it. And how do you get a bunch of people to complain about the preseason? When the stars don't play, you watched it in the NBA a couple of years ago. Most of you were outraged at the idea of going to a game and not being able to see the stars play. Now, it's different because that's the regular season and this is the preseason. But the point being, for a lot of people, 
The preseason is the only opportunity they get to go out to a game. It's the only one they can afford. Because people with season tickets would rather just wait and 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 go to the regular season games, and they'll sling season tickets for much cheaper. I know a, a lot of people that do that. So you're kind of burning those fans as well, too, or, or those families that get out to a game. So it's not comparing it to a regular season game, but I think the idea is if NFL players have a little bit of power, why not exercise that power? Why not utilize your power and just say, hey, F this. I mean, like we don't want to play in the preseason anyways. We'll play in the regular season, but if you're going to continue to schedule us four times in August, we're gone. We're not playing. And so I, I just, I'm, I'm. That's why I'm curious to see how this plays out because, look, and and here's another thing. I know that Ram fans were accusing me a year ago of picking on the team and all that stuff, and the Rams were really, really good last year, and they're really fun and exciting. It, look, it's nothing personal, all right? When I say that Jared Goff isn't an established quarterback, he's not. He's had one good season. That was my whole point with the Dallas Cowboys a year ago. Everybody focused just on Dallas's 13-win year, and they somehow forgot all about that four-win disaster that took place the year before. So I just split the difference. I said, all right, well, I mean, look, they're not as bad as that four-win team a couple of years ago, and uh, they're not as good as the 13-win team uh, the year after. So split the difference. What do we got? A uh, nine-win team. What do you know? Like, you, you've got to use, uh, if you have the intel, use it. And it, it, so when I say that Jared Goff should be playing in the preseason, it's not saying that he didn't have a good season. It's not saying that he's not a good quarterback, but it's saying – if I'm going to split the difference on Jared Goff and I'm splitting the difference between his first year in which it was a disaster or the second year in which he was really, really good, that kind of equals out to be a guy who should probably be playing in the preseason because he hasn't played in an actual game in like eight months. Like it just, I, I, don't, I don't know anybody who can walk away from something and eight months later, when you're not, when you haven't mastered the craft, eight months later, you just show up and go, "Yeah, all right, here we go. Let's get this going, guys." I don't know who could do that. I couldn't do it. I, I, if I walked away for eight months, I'd be, I would bomb the first show I did. First couple of segments would be unlistenable. Yeah, I, I, I haven't mastered the craft. I'm not good at it. Jared Goff hasn't mastered the craft. If you start t- taking piano lessons. And you learn the opening sequence to Moonlight Sonata by Beethoven. Are you just going to walk away from the piano, close it, and eight months later come back and go, all right, let's pick up where we left off. No, you haven't mastered your craft. Like Jared Goff hasn't mastered the craft of quarterback play in the NFL. He had one good year. So that's why it, 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 it feels like teams have put such a premium on health. And I understand the idea of if I'm going to lose a guy, I want, it to, I want to lose him in a game that counts. But don't you have to give up that fear of getting hurt in the NFL at some point? Like, like don't you have to forget about all that? Because when you go out there worried about getting hurt, what do they always tell you? You're going to end up getting hurt. And it feels like too many of these teams are being way too cautious when it comes to, to, to playing these players in the preseason. Like, I would want to get reps. I would want some sort of reps – uh, I'll, I'll take my chances. I'll trust the people around me that I'm not going to get hurt, the play callers, the offensive linemen, whatever. But I just think that you're going to see a lot of rusty football players come week one of the NFL season. 
Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, 877-99 on Fox, the phone number. That is an important number, and here's why. Every single week at this time, we play a little something called Guess That Garbage. It is NFL trivia, and NFL trivia of all things that have happened within the last several days. All right, All stories within the last several days have sparked these questions you are going to be asked and guess that garbage coming up here in just a couple of moments. So do not go anywhere. We will have guess that garbage next here on Fox Sports Radio. But for all the latest from around the world of sports, Ralph Irvin. Well, thank you very much, Jonas. We start with the National League where lots of interesting action on Friday night, including a 15-inning game which saw Milwaukee beat Pittsburgh 7-6. The Brewers holding the final National League wildcard spot. First National League wildcard spot that's being held by St. Louis, who won their fourth straight 7-5 at Colorado. Cardinals in a good spot for a playoff run. There's still three games back at the Chicago Cubs, though, who won their third straight 3-2 over Cincinnati in 10 innings. Arizona holding on to that lead in the National League West. They fell to Seattle, though, 6-3. They remain a game up on Colorado. In the American League, Houston a 9-3 win in Anaheim over the Angels. They lead the AL West by a game and a half over Oakland, who won at Minnesota 7-1. Online car shopping can be confusing. Not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car. So visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. NFL preseason action on Friday. Six games going on. Minnesota a 21-20 win over Seattle. Oakland took out Green Bay 13-6. And Washington... They fall to Denver 29-17, but they did get to see the debut of Adrian Peterson. He ran 11 times for 56 yards. Back to you. Thanks, Ralph. Coming to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio. Look, I, I, I try not to embellish anything, but I tell you guys um, about how popular certain things are that we do on this show, okay? I tell you about Guess That Garbage, and I tell you, look, we've got a 1,000 phone lines here at FSR. They are filled to the brim. Everybody wants in on this. If you think I'm lying, I dare you to call 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. Call that number you will get a busy signal. It is that many people who have to play Guess That Garbage. They have to. So without further ado, it's this. Oh, my God. What the hell is that smell? These two teams flat out stink. Stinks. It always has stunk. He stinks. This stinks. He stunk. Welcome to the party, baby. How's that? It's Guess That Garbage. Yeah, it's back. We do it every week at this time. Majority of the time, you guys are awful at it. But I I do recall you were pretty damn impressive a week ago. We are going to go around the country, sometimes around the world, to test your basic NFL trivia. This is all stories, and these are all stories having to do with things that have happened within the last week in the NFL and so we will go around the country or possibly around the globe to find out who knows their National Football League. Let's start in Washington, where Len is listening here on Fox Sports Radio. Len, what's happening? Oh, not much, Jonas. Just getting home from work and uh, getting my drink on and making somebody eat. 
Uh, what kind of drink are we talking about, Len? Uh, seven and seven. Ooh, a little seven and seven. All right. Now, is this your first one? Uh, actually, yeah, it is. So I might actually get this right. Now, uh, what kind of glassware do you use to pour your seven and seven in? Are you real fancy? You got like a rocks glass, or do you put it like in a, a red solo cup? What are we thinking? No, no, I got uh, I got like thirty of these uh, glass football looking. Oh, I know what you're talking about, like in the shape of a football. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. You got you got thirty of those, huh? Yeah, they were on sale and all that, and I just uh, scarfed them all up. Interesting. Uh, let's go live um, to our alcoholic beverage look blowhard, Iowa Sam, to get his thoughts on the football shaped glass and the seven and seven inside of it. Sam, I approve. You're I good approve. with that. I don't own a football shaped uh, glassware, but yeah. uh, I approve. Yeah, yeah. Get in the mood. It was weird because when you said that, uh, Len, uh, the football-shaped glassware, uh, Sam said in my earpiece here, uh, I'll bet that's comfortable. Huh? All right, Len, you ready? Yeah. (laughs) Hello. Yeah, we are here, Len. Uh, All right, here we go. So uh, Len in Washington is first up here on Guess That Garbage. Len. Uh, you saw the you heard about that Tyrod Taylor injury scare on Thursday night? Dislocated his finger, a, a bruised hand. All you, you heard about that, correct? Yeah, from you. Yeah, yeah, of course, man. That's where you hear it. All right, I give you the news. All right, so let me ask you this: a true or false question about Tyrod Taylor? True or false? Tyrod Taylor has never played in all sixteen games of a regular season. Is that true or false? I'd say true. He hasn't made it all sixteen games. That is correct. Congratulations, Glenn. You and your football glassware. That is correct. Tyrod Taylor has never played in all 16 games of a regular season. Garbage. That's enough. Uh, All right. Let's go all the way out to West Virginia, where Lloyd is listening on Fox Sports Radio. Lloyd, what's happening? Hey, what's going on, Jonas? Uh, You tell me. What's the word, man? I'm on my way to work. I haven't been able to call in for a few weeks. I've been having to go in early. No, that's all right. Now, um, now, now, for the people that are just tuning in, Lloyd, uh, fill us in. Where do you work? Uh, th- why did the schedule change? What's going on, man? Uh, I deliver bread, and I just uh, had to go in and get started a little bit early. I got you. Now, now, had when some you bigger loads, yeah, that's fine to eat. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, maybe it's not. You know, <laughs> maybe you gotta give me. You gotta give me a good one. Yeah, maybe at. Uh, yeah, we definitely will. Still trying to recover from your last comment uh, and the drop sand plate <laughs> afterwards. Uh, all right, uh, we are in rare form here on Fox Sports Radio. Um, all right, so Lloyd, here's my question for you. All right, so Des Bryant visited the Cleveland Browns. You saw that workout on Hard Knocks. Yeah. Yeah, he shows up there in Cleveland. He visits the Browns. They're reportedly still interested in Des Bryant. So here we go. I have got a question for you. Are you ready? Yes. All right, Lloyd. Multiple choice. Listen to all the options before you guess, all right? Multiple choice. All right. Who was the Browns' leading receiver last season? Here are your options. Was it Corey Coleman, Duke Johnson, David Njoku, Sammy Coates, or Sammy from the Jersey Shore? 
Um, I'd have to go with Sammy from the Jersey Shore. That is well done, Lloyd. You are a veteran of the game. If you guess the gag answer, you get a correct you get a correct buzzer. That is correct. Well right, done. There it is, uh, Lloyd in West Virginia, who is a veteran of the game. Uh, yeah, if you have the balls to think that uh, Sammy from the Jersey Shore was the leading wide receiver for the Cleveland Browns last year, you, sir, get a point for a correct answer. The real correct answer, by the way, is Duke Johnson. He's a running back. Leading receiver. Garbage. Sean is in North Dakota listening on Fox Sports Radio. Sean, what's happening? Oh, just got done doing some fishing and was about ready to clean a walleye. Hold on a sec. Sean, what time is it where you're at? It's like 3.30 a.m. What are you fishing for? Homeless people? You are, that's pretty funny that you said that because I stopped at the gas station and I just had a chat with a homeless guy. Okay. <laughs> I mean, what, what, what the F are you fishing at this time in the morning? Because I'm a shore fisherman and it's it's the best time to uh, catch walleye and not have boats ruining it for me. Oh, no kidding. I didn't even know that. Wow, that's interesting. Yeah, I, I had no idea. I mean, look, uh, the fishing knowledge here at Fox Sports Radio really took a dip. Uh, this is my excuse to give a, a shout-out to one, to the late, great Frank Pollock. He was a fisherman. I worked side-by-side side with Frank for about four years here on the morning show during the week here on FSR. We miss him dearly. After he left, the fishing knowledge here went in the crapper. It is it, it. Nobody here, I think, knows anything about fishing. So when you said you were fishing at this time in the morning, I was a little caught off guard. They all look at me like that. Yeah. It's all right. You ready, Sean? Oh, I'm ready. All right, here we go. Now, do you have any beers while you're fishing? No. Hmm. Interesting. Frank, Frank actually invited me out to go fishing with him one time. And I said, um, all right, cool. Can I drink? He said, no, it's a dry boat. And I said, all right, Frank. Well, uh, here's one middle finger, and here's another. No shot I ever go on your boat, pal. Sorry. If, I go, if I'm going fishing, I'm bringing beer. All right, Even here. if I don't catch fish, I catch something, believe me. Yeah, t- trust me. Hang out at the right places at the right time, you'll catch anything. Uh, here we go. So, uh, Sean in North Dakota uh, here on Fox Sports Radio. Sean, here's my question for you. Who is the only winless team this preseason in the AFC South? Oh, AFC South. Can I give you a hint? Um, yeah, sure. It is not the Pittsburgh Pirates. And I was going to say the Tennessee Titans. Is that your final answer? Sure. Yes. That is correct. Look at you. There he is. Sean in North Dakota. Fishing in the dark and getting correct answers here on Guess That Garbage. Well done. Uh, all right. Let's uh, let's go out to let's go to Don, who's in Washington here on Fox Sports Radio. Don, what's happening? Oh, no. I was getting my drink on with some 15-year-old Glenn Levitt. Uh, 15-year-old who? Glenn Levitt. Oh, okay. Scotch. Good. Good. Thought we had a whole nother conversation to have off air about that. Uh, all right. So, so a fifteen-year-old Scotch. Yeah. All right. Um, let's uh, now let's go live uh, to our judge a human being by his drink insider Iowa Sam for the latest. Sam, uh, your thoughts on the fifteen-year-old Scotch? Glenn Livett. 
Definitely, definitely approve. A little Lafroig, perhaps. All right. Very much approve. Interesting. Very good. Very good, good choice. Good. Yeah. So you, you've got Sam's approval. So that's yeah. big. Uh, all right. So, so here, Jonas. Yeah. Jonas. Uh, hey, hold you know why? Hey, Don. You know why? Yeah. You know why? Don. Don. Yes. Don. 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 Jesus yes. Christ! Relax, man. <laughs> what are you? Relax. What are you doing, man? Are you, you trying to to wake up the neighbors in uh, Vancouver? Oh. Yeah, them too. All right. So I was wondering if you knew why Jeffrey Dahmer kept keeps a blender on his porch. No, Don. Why does Jeffrey Dahmer keep a blender on his porch? So he can greet his guests for the namesake. So he can greet his. I'm sorry, your phone cut out there. Oh, uh, so he so he can greet his guests with a handshake. <laughs> that's actually pretty good. That is that, good. That is good. Yeah, that's that really, is good. That's Sam, quite witty. Sam's so pissed he didn't think of it, Don. I am. He is so pissed. <laughs> wow, look at you. Hey, good good job for Don there with a little Jeffrey Dahmer humor at this time in the morning. There it is. All right. Good stuff. Um, right. Yeah. All right. So here we go. Don, you ready for this, man? I'm ready. All right. Here we go. So the Pittsburgh Steelers gave a contract extension to kicker Chris Boswell this week. All right. So I got a question for you. Listen to all the options before you guess, please. Don, who was the former Steelers kicker who got drunk and was kicked out of the Hall of Fame game in Canton after he retired a few years back? Here are your options. Sean Sweejam, Gary Anderson, Jeff Reed, Norm Johnson, or was it Iowa Sam? It's got to be Iowa Sam. That is well done by you. Good job there, Don. That is good. That is a correct answer. Uh, The real correct answer would be Jeff Reed. But you guessed Iowa Sam, therefore you get the point. Look at him. And a Jeffrey Dahmer joke to go along with it. Yay. (laughs) Amazing. Uh, All right, let's go to uh, Tony, who's in Los Angeles, listening on Fox Sports Radio. Tony, what's happening? Hey, what's happening, Jonas? Uh, uh, you tell me, man. Are you listening on our great affiliate, AM570 LA Sports? Yeah, you know I am, man. Ooh. I'm a veteran of the show, too. I'm a a champion of pro wrestler uh, versus uh, porn, porn star. star. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, look, man. I uh, you are one. Of you, it's rarefied air to be a champion in that <laughs> game. Uh, here's the question for you, Tony, if you're ready to go. So the Bengals and the Bills play this Sunday at 4 Eastern time on Fox. All right? Okay. Who has a playoff win most recently? The Bengals or the Bills? Um, oh, wow. That's a trick question. I would say the Bills. That's correct. There it is. That is correct. 1995, the Buffalo Bills. 91 for the Bengals. And with that, we've got ourselves a 5-0 and performance here on Guess That Garbage. A couple of technicalities. A couple huh? of technicalities. Some gag answers were given, and I gave you points for that for the humor. Uh, but nonetheless, uh, well done by everybody involved. Uh, Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Coming up next here on FSR, it's finally back. You've been waiting for something for months, and it's finally back. Well, kind of. I'll tell you what that is next on Fox Sports Radio. What's all this stuff? Trash. Garbage. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. So, uh, look, I know that... That was a very bizarre episode of a Guess That Garbage there. Um, it's it's not every day that in an episode of Guess That Garbage, uh, you get somebody drop a Jeffrey Dahmer joke about a blender in the middle of the game. So 
Look, it's weekend overnights, man. Uh, it's it's a wild bunch here. It's the wild, wild west here on Fox Sports Radio. So we uh, we appreciate you taking part in it, um, man. I, listen, I feel bad because it's this is going to sound very judgmental. Um, college football's back, everybody. It is back. All right, now let's just, let's let's focus on the good stuff. College football's back. All right, later on today, college football kicks off. Well, ki- well, kind of. Um, if you penciled Duquesne at UMass as the game you had to watch to kick off your college football season, you are in luck because we've got Duquesne and UMass kicking off at 5.30 Eastern time. No! God! You've also got Prairie View and Rice. I'm almost positive Prairie View went like 80 games without winning one of them back in the day. But Prairie View and Rice is also going on at 7 o'clock Eastern time. While all of you are are focusing uh, on the big games coming up, the first weekend of college football that you would consider, which would be next weekend, while all of you are focusing solely on, on your Alabamas and all the big powerhouse programs that are out there, there are some people that are focusing on Wyoming at New Mexico State. That's a big one in Las Cruces to kick off the college football season. But you know where our heart lies. Our heart lies on the island of Oahu. In what they are probably happy is a road game this weekend, considering there's a hurricane, or there was a hurricane in the vicinity. Ladies and gentlemen, our Hawaii Rainbow Warriors at Colorado State at 7.30 Eastern time. Can't wait. We should try and get David Anderson on. He's a Colorado State alum. Uh, his uh, his he's retired in the Colorado State Ring of Honor there, and just stick it to him with the Rainbow Warriors. So we got ourselves a little bit of a change in the NFL. You are noticing the slow progress towards a change. That'll be coming up here in just a couple of minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. Jonas Knox here on FSR. You can listen to the show on the iHeartRadio app. You can always find us on SiriusXM Channel 83 on all of our Fox Sports Radio affiliates, wherever you are, taking part in the program. Always appreciate a few minutes of your time. We know there are a lot of options out there, so if you stick with us or you choose us, even for a few minutes, we very much appreciate it. And we come to you live here like we do every single week from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. So I was saying this earlier that there's a huge difference between established and unestablished. If you ask for time off at a job, it's usually not a job that you just started. I mean, if you just got there and you just got hired and they just put time in and resources in to bringing you into the company, you probably don't want to walk up to your boss two days in and say, uh, hey, bruh, I'm taking off for a couple of weeks. I'm going to Hawaii or I'm going to Italy or wherever. You probably wouldn't want to do that. You'd want to wait until you're more established. If you'd been there a while, then it makes some sense. Then I get the idea of, hey, you know, I've been here a year, a couple of years, five years, 10 years, whatever. 
you, you got a certain amount of vacation time in your contract or, or as part of the company policy and you want to take off for a couple of weeks, go do what you got to do, man. You put in the time. We're not concerned about uh, you not being able to be productive on the way out or not being able to pick up where you left off when you do come back. Go do whatever it is that you got to do. And the reason they're okay with it is because you're established. There's this big difference between established and unestablished. And so when I look around the NFL and I'm looking at guys like Ben Roethlisberger or Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers or Drew Brees, I would consider those guys established. Guys that I would consider unestablished would be guys like Mitch Trubisky or Jared Goff. The Bears announcing Mitch Trubisky isn't going to play in the third preseason game and he's not going to take another snap in the preseason before the regular season. Um, what? W- what have you seen that makes you comfortable with the idea of that guy going into Green Bay on Sunday Night Football in week one in a couple of weeks and everything's going to be okay? Like, 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 what what have you seen that I haven't seen? Mitch Trubisky, who's coming off a mediocre rookie season, completed less than 60% of his passes in only 12 starts, had as many interceptions as touchdowns, and he was 40th, 40th amongst NFL quarterbacks a year ago in passer rating. And on top of that, He's got a brand new head coach, guy who's never coached in the NFL before, Matt Nagy. He's got a brand new offensive coordinator, guy who's never been an offensive coordinator in the NFL before. He's got a brand new offense. He's got brand new receivers. And he's got 18 pass attempts in the preseason. And you're good with that? Like, like we're we're all good here. We're comfortable. I I just don't get it. With Jared Goff, look, I I get it a little bit more than Mitch Trubisky, but I don't get it entirely. Because Jared Goff's had one good year. He's had one good year. His rookie season was a diaper fire. It's not like they won a playoff game a year ago. He hasn't thrown a football since Isaiah Thomas was a starting player for the Cleveland Cavaliers. Yet the L.A. Rams seem comfortable with the idea of not playing Jared Goff the entire preseason. Like I, I just think there's, an, there's a difference between established and unestablished. Established guys who have got the pedigree who have got the background, the resume, and have worked in the system or are comfortable enough if you want to rest them in the preseason, go for it. It makes sense to me. I get it. I, I understand what's happening. Aaron Rodgers, Brady, Breeze, I get all that. But guys like Trubisky and Goff, I mean, to me, if I'm a fan, like I'm a little bit concerned here. Okay, so what are we going to be like week one? Because it's not like we're in a rhythm. It's not like we, we you know, we've built this... Uh, um, this rapport is an offense to where we're so comfortable that we're going to go into Green Bay and shock the world. The Bears have been the Packers' doormat for a decade, mostly because inferior quarterback play. So 
this is the plan going into week one. I just, I, uh, to me, it, it, but here's where the conversation takes a different turn. Because now it's about trends. Okay, what's the trend now? And I was saying this earlier. Watch how this plays out. Because if by some circumstance or something crazy happens and Mitch Trubisky, who I do think has has potentially a bright future. I like Mitch Trubisky. But if he plays well enough on Sunday night football and say they do beat the Packers, or even if they don't beat the Packers and he just looks good, teams are going to be paying attention to this. If Jared Goff doesn't take a single snap in the preseason and he picks up right where he left off Monday Night Football at Oakland against the Raiders and has another stellar year, teams are going to pay attention to this. Like, it's going to happen. Because if you realize that you can rest starters, and as long as you get the practice time in, and they can pick up and and not skip a beat at the start of the regular season, more teams are going to start doing this. And then the conversation becomes... What, how does the NFL react? How does the NFL counter that? And I floated the conspiracy theory earlier that I wonder if NFL teams or maybe NFL players have thought about, all right, where do we control things here within our league? All right, well, like we got to pick our spots. Where do we control things? And I wonder if some of them said, listen, we don't like the preseason. Um, we don't like, uh, 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 it, we definitely don't like the four or the five game preseason. So what if we just decide, you know what? Yeah, we're just going to go ahead. We'll either play one game, maybe in two games. But other than that, we're not playing at all. And then fans start complaining. And then the NFL maybe starts to listen. But I, I just wonder if this is going to start to be a new thing. And I wonder if it's going to depend on how certain guys play in the regular season. Because if guys go in there rusty, they're going to keep note. And they're going to realize, all right, these guys need, these guys need more reps. Uh, we should have done something different. But I, I, I look at it and I think, all right, for guys trying to make the roster, good for them. Guys trying to make the roster, that's awesome. They're going to get more opportunities. They're going to get more reps. They're going to get more looks. And if it's not going to be on that team, it's going to be another team out there who's got a scout somewhere or sees it on film and says, that guy could really help us out. So good for them. But I can't imagine it's going to be good for ratings. I, I, I can't imagine, uh, you know, I know that the numbers have been really, really impressive with the NFL preseason on some of these national games. But I can't imagine it's going to be great for ratings when you realize nobody's playing that you've ever heard of. I can't imagine a lot of fans are going to be thrilled with it. If you're a season ticket holder for the L.A. Rams, how are you feeling about paying full price for preseason tickets to watch Sean Mannion play? Nothing against Sean Mannion, but Jared Goff is the franchise quarterback. And now, if he just decides not to play in the preseason at all, it's not like you can pick and choose a game to go to. Oh, I'll go to this, uh, the second game, or I'll go to the third game. He'll play in that one. If he's not playing in any of them, fans are going to be pissed off too. It's just, I, I heard a lot of talk about the NBA a couple of years ago. A lot of people complained about starters sitting out games in the NBA, and how it's a bad look for the league, and it's a bad look for fans. To me, I, I I just pay attention to this, keep an eye on it, make a mental note, because if they start to have some success 
and players are able to go into the regular season and the preseason really doesn't matter that much to where they can just kind of, eh, whatever, we'll get some practice time in and we're good to go here, then I think more teams around the league are going to do it. We all know what Week 17 in the NFL is like. It's awful. All right? Like, it, it's bad. I mean, there's a reason why tickets are so cheap to games in Week 17. There's a reason why when you're watching a Week 17 game, if it's a couple of teams that have got nothing to play for, there's a lot of people dressed as empty seats. There's nothing to watch, nothing to play for. Like Players are on vacation mode. I- I've talked to former NFL players before, and they'll say, man, the most annoying thing when you're on a bad team is getting hurt late in the year. Because then you go into the off season and you've got a vacation with like a cast on your hand. Like, who wants to do that? Like, so week 17, if it's a couple of teams that are out of it, those guys are just trying not to get hurt. Like, yeah, we already banged up anyways. I just don't want to de- have to deal with an injury to where I got to uh, uh, be in Honolulu walking around uh, um, with a knee brace on. Like that's week seventeen. That's how the, the major. A lot of the league looks at it. Half the league. There's thirty two teams. Uh, I, I I would say half those teams towards the end, depending on matchups, aren't playing for anything and and aren't going to the playoffs. So you've got what half the league getting ready for a week seventeen game, and their biggest concern is I don't want to get injured because uh, I'm I'm going to Jamaica in two weeks, and I don't want to have a cast on my foot. And I, I just, I, I wonder if that's what's going to happen. Look, there's no fantasy football in week 17 in a lot of leagues because they rest starters. So you're seeing an example of that in the regular season. Nobody gives a rip. If now that translates to every game in the preseason, more and more teams are going to start to do it if they have success. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, 877-99 on Fox is the phone number, 877 996 6369. You can also get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox as we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Want to let you know we are brought to you by Granger, the products and services you need when you need them. Granger's got your back to help keep your facility running. Granger for the ones who get it done. Uh, all right, coming up next, we may ha- have ourselves a special surprise. Um, We're going to work on this, all right? One of the all-time greats in sports radio may be joining us coming up next here on Fox Sports Radio. Find out whether or not that happens here on FSR. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Coming to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. I wasn't sure if I could deliver the goods, but I was able to pull it off. Ladies and gentlemen... Joining us now here on Fox Sports Radio, one of the all-time greats, one of the founding fathers of sports talk radio, my guy, one of my dear friends, the great Mike North. My What's man. What's up, Jojo? What's up, my friend? What's up, Toots? Well, I mean, I, I mean, I just uh, was say hanging around. I was walking in the rain. It's thundering out here in Chicago. What can I do to complete the trifecta between Peter, Lori, Rain, and then Jonas calls me? I go, perfect, my friend. How are you? <laughs> so, Dorothy, yeah, I, I, this is weird, and maybe I missed this. 
Um, it's like that old Steven Seagal movie where he goes into a coma and he wakes up eight years later and he's got this long beard. And I'm trying to figure out if maybe I was in a coma or something. Um, I must have missed the uh, the part where uh, Mitch Trubisky was an established quarterback and he didn't need preseason reps. What did that well, happen? It's unbelievable. I mean, I even agree with Bob Arkish, uh, who's, who's blasting the move also. And if uh, your producer, Mike, wants to get some play for this show, tweet this segment out, and I'll put it out on my Twitter feed, because, you know, there's people in Chicago split on this, that Mitch Trubisky, I mean, there's actually people that are fine with the fact that Mitch Trubisky so far has taken about 14, 15, he's thrown about 19 passes in the preseason, uh, and they're deciding not to play him for a, a game in Chicago where a lot of people bring their kids, where their kids want to see Mitch Trubisky play a series. I mean, I saw on Twitter last night people are mad that Derek Carr, for God's sake, uh, didn't, play, isn't good, didn't play a whole lot for Oakland or for the Las Vegas Raiders, and, and, and I'm saying to myself, well, at least he played. Yeah, I mean, this, I, is, this is unbelievable. What are they afraid of? Is Matt Nagy is green. He needs head coaching experience. He's on the sidelines for the first time as a head coach. You'd think he'd want to get his first team out there. We were told they were going to play two, two quarters. We were told that the starters were going to play two quarters. And then two days before yesterday, I'm looking at Twitter, and I'm saying, wait a minute, what is all the people saying that Trubisky's not playing? In the 50 years I've been following the Chicago Bears, I've never seen anything like this. And what's really scary is that a lot of the meatball bear fans, I didn't think could get dumber than they are, but they're going along with it because they don't want them to get hurt. While Tom Brady has, has been playing preseason right. since 2000, he hasn't been hurt since 2008. So, so this nonsense, you can get hurt in preseason, of course you can. But you're going to go into uh, to play the Green Bay Packers and Aaron Rodgers without any hardly practice off. They're not going to play him next week either. No. So it, you're talking about a, a guy, he's like a first-year law student, and they're throwing him out there uh, to help you uh, debate with the Supreme Court. Yeah, it, it, makes, it makes no sense to me. Mike North, uh, uh, the voice of Chicago, sports talk radio legend with us here on Fox Sports Radio, Jonas Knox here on FSR. It makes no sense to me. Like, let, Let's really look at Mitch Trubisky. He was a mediocre rookie quarterback. Mediocre. Mm-hmm. Sub-60% completions. He was 40th in the league in passer rating. He had as many interceptions as he did uh, touchdowns. He was mediocre. Then he gets a brand new head coach. They've got a brand new offensive coordinator, and he's got brand new receivers. And you think 34 snaps is enough to go, yeah, you know, we're good on primetime against Green Bay, who has walked all over us for a decade and a half. Yeah, we're good here. It, it makes no sense to me. And here's another thing. I mean, even Vegas has to be hot. I mean, uh, two days ago, the Bears were two-point favorites. Now they're three-point underdogs. You're talking a five-point swing. Uh, as far as, I mean, can, can you imagine? I mean, uh, oh, yeah. it's a middle dad, for God's sake. But to me, it just doesn't make any sense. I, I, you're talking about a bear. It's about the bear front office. I mean, somebody from the bear front office should go down there and say, what are you doing? But here's what I fear. I fear they're going along with it. This is a team that's going to finish in fourth, pl- uh, fourth place. Um, like I tried to explain to some bear fans last night, I've been doing this for a long time. And when I see something like this, this is almost negligent. Yes. That you don't even let them take a series, a series, one series. Let them go out there. Allen Robinson, we haven't seen him on the field yet. The four receivers that they have have a total, Joe, of 360 plays 
360 plays in the National Football League, and they're sitting them. I mean, this is absolutely insane. And you know what? They're saying, oh, let's save it for Green Bay. Save it for Green Bay, and then those same people, you know this as well as I do, will bitch and moan on the talk shows after the game. Why didn't we do this? Why yep. didn't we do that? Hold it. Hold it, Sparky. You said it was okay for this guy to sit when they were supposed to play at half, according to the media, Monday or Tuesday. And, Northy, out here in L.A., I, I find this puzzling. I, I must have missed uh, that playoff game that the Rams won because all of a sudden the Rams are resting all their starters because they've got this figured out. And I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a law of averages. I, I just think at some point if you have three examples of something – uh, or if you have two examples of something, the third time around, uh, if the first two were pretty drastic, is going to be more like probably what it's like. It's going to be down the middle. P- perfect example: the Dallas Cowboys were four and twelve a couple of years ago, and then they were thirteen and three. And going into last season, I said, "Well, I don't think they're as bad as four lo- four wins, but I don't think they're as good as thirteen. They're probably right in the middle, which was about nine. Jared Goff stunk his rookie year, and he was good his second year. I, I, I'm kind of leaning at, at just in the middle of that is probably what his, he's, he's going to be as this progresses. But for some reason, uh, the, the Rams front office and Sean McVay are like, you know, he doesn't need any reps in the, uh, in the preseason. We're, we're good going, sending him to Oakland on Monday night in week one. What's happening yeah, here? I think what we're seeing is what we're seeing with the kickoff rule. This yep. Is the issue, I think, at work. And, and the helmet rule. And the helmet take rule. The, yeah, the helmet rule, take the heat. Uh, you know, as far as sitting these guys go. But here's another thing. Doesn't Matt Nagy want to be a head coach uh, with his first string on the field so yes. he can get some reps? He was an assistant coach. The last time I saw him coaching, he crapped the bed in the playoffs as the offensive coordinator. And then the Bears couldn't wait to, go, to get this guy. <laughs> I'm making a prediction to everybody out here because I'm hearing Bear fans go give it a chance. Mike North don't give anything a chance. Mike North doesn't do anything by hindsight, just like I did with Cutler for eight years. The same fans I'm arguing with about this argued with me about Cutler for eight years, just like I've argued with about the Bears for years about their in up front office. Here's what I'm telling everybody. This guy, Nagy, is going to be worse than Wanstead was. He's not going to be as bad as Preston, <laughs> but he's going to be as bad as Wanstead was. He's a fish out of water, and I'm telling you right now, if the Bears crap to bed... That first game against Green Bay, which looks like they probably will, then there's going to be uh, the media, not all, but some of the media, and a lot of the fans are going to descend on them, but it doesn't seem like they care. The Bears don't have winning as the main priority. They have don't get hurt as a priority. It's like if you get in your car in the morning, you tell somebody else, you drive because I'm afraid to. <laughs> it seems like the disconnect. Here's the thing that really bothers me. If you're going to do that, announce it at the beginning of the week. Don't wait till yeah. Friday. It's like you're, you deceive the public. People are making plans, and there's a lot of people bummed out. They wanted to see a, a half of football from this first string to see where we're progressing, and they're just hiding it from everybody. Yeah, and I just wonder if this is going to become the new trend in the NFL. And we talk, I think uh, so. yeah, Mike North, uh, a sports talk radio legend, the voice of Chicago sports, with us here on FSR. We were uh, talking about this. Um, with this helmet rule and everything going on, I was looking at some of the highlight packages from Brian Erlacher, uh, Ray Lewis, uh, the defensive players that just went into the Hall of Fame. None okay. of those guys would be Hall of Famers because every tackle I saw would have been banned in today's NFL. And I yeah, think and it, Walter Payton would have had some runs oh, called God. back. 
because he lowers his helmet or he lowered his helmet when he ran. There's a famous run against Kansas City. Yep. Everybody's seen it where he breaks eight tackles. Watch him. He's lowering his helmet into every guy's chest. They would have thrown the flag. And, you know, a lot of people think that rule is going to be tabled when the season starts. I don't think that's going to be the I case. I don't either. I, and, Ro- and Roger Goodell, I mean, where is he? Where are, where are the people that are making these rules up? Why are they trying to kill the game? And when you hear people say, well, they're the, they, they still rate well, they got ratings, they've lost fans. And they can say, hey, you know what, the NFL beats the Big Bang Theory on Monday night. Whippee, they should. It's a, still a good product, but they're eroding it, Joe, and it's bad. And I've never seen, I mean, Lombardi, Lombardi would look at this today and go, what are we doing here, yeah. Joe? It, it, it's, you know? it, it's awful, man. I, I just, I, and, I, and everyone says, oh, they're, you know, they're just trying it out for the preseason. And they're, okay, so when you've got a bunch of guys that are trying to make NFL rosters, you implement rules that aren't going to be around anyways uh, for what? Uh, just to cost guys jobs so that you can make it seem like you're making an effort to make the game safer? Don't we have to at some point acknowledge it's a violent game and there's certain guys that can play it and certain guys that can't? It's just part of the risk. You know what? It's absolutely part of the risk. It's like a construction worker falling off a building. It's like a plane crashing. Things are going to happen. But if you have no faith in the fact that if you play Mitch Trubisky one series and you're afraid he's going to get hurt, you shouldn't even be on the field. You shouldn't even be on the field. And besides, you know what? I'm, I'm prepared for Chase Daniels somewhere along the line because I, you're right about Mitch Trubisky, what you said with the Open. Excellent Open. By saying, you know what, he hasn't done anything, and he hasn't. This is a team that traded multiple players to move up from the third spot in the draft, one spot, to the second spot. And they traded multiple players while Watson was still standing there and other quarterbacks. Mahomes was still standing there, and they didn't have to trade up to get those guys. But for some reason, Ryan Pace said, I'm going to take the guy that between college and pro, has 26 career starts. That's insane. Watson alone played 40 games in college. Yeah, it's um, uh, that's your team, man. Uh, that's, uh, they oh, are, they're yeah, your it's team. my team. <laughs> Listen, all I know about this, even Cutler would say I need some work. And, he's, uh, you know, and he was a mope. Even Cutler would say I need some work. Hey, by the way, I'm going to be coming out in L.A. in a couple weeks. Oh. So, uh, you know, we got to hook up. Yes. We got a movie deal going on over here, so uh, yeah. Tell, uh, by the way, I saw that. Uh, tell everybody the uh, the Mike North biopic. What, what's going on? You got any details you want to pass along, or what's uh, happening? Absolutely, Adam Rifkin is the director. Uh, he did uh, Small Soldiers. He did Underdog. He's done uh, uh, Detroit Rock City under a different name, Riff Coogan. He's done about uh, 12, 14 feature films, documentaries. A uh, 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 screenwriter, Jeremy Morrison, who is from Chicago. Uh, are preparing, they prepared a synopsis, now they're going to do a treatment, and then uh, they're going to uh, uh, present that and an outline, and then we're going to start production uh, late 2019, early 2020. I want to do it in Chicago. Um, there's been all sorts of names bandied about. You want to hear some of the names they're bandying about? Uh, Ed Norton's my guy that I want to see play me, uh, but I mean, we're hearing everything from Will Ferrell who's about 50 years old. I mean, I was 30 when, 30, 35, 40 when this thing started. So we're going out to LA in about two, three weeks and uh, uh, start to prepare a little bit. So, you know what, we'll definitely have to hook up. Oh, yes. By that time, the Bears should be like one and two or something. <laughs> yeah, and everybody was throwing their arms up, right? And it's, it's, you know what, I, I've never been madder. Just when you think that you don't care anymore, you see something like this. You see <laughs> 
such a, a, a weak and, and pathetic uh, position by somebody. And then you see a lot of the fan base go along with it, just like they went along with the White Sox rebuild, the Bulls rebuild. The media in this town has taken half of, half of the fan base and really with their propaganda has brought in, and I guarantee you today, this morning, you'll read in the papers or when you check the Internet, all oh, bears are doing the right thing. You'll hear writers say that because they want their press pass for next week. <laughs> of course, yeah, they don't want it. Nobody's going to step on the gas in that town. Oh, uh, you don't God step forbid. on the bears. The, nobody controls the mainstream media like the Chicago teams. In New York, if the fan, like Mike Francesa or somebody else says something about the Yankees, it's fine. It's, it's okay. In Chicago, if you say something about the teams, Two weeks later, you go in the cover and they go, boy, we can't find your press pass. We don't know what happened here. You know, what's the problem? <laughs> or they'll go to the editorial board. Somebody will call the editorial board of the newspapers. I mean, think about this. This is a team or a city where you have a team like the Chicago White Sox who says they're rebuilding. They traded Chris Sale for a bag of balls. <laughs> and, 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 they, and they're 30 under 500. Yet we're supposed to believe they're going to be like the Cubs. And when... In two years, oh, the World Series—it's it's sickening. It's uh, sickening the way it's—it's it's sickening in Chicago the way that the ownership is handling their teams right now. Mike North, Fox Sports Radio legend, the voice of Chicago sport. Round of applause for Mike North, one of the all-time greats. My guy. Uh, get him on Twitter at North Number Two North at North to North. Yeah, let's hook up. Uh, I, I want to see you when you're out here in LA, North. I'll call you. I'll call you, and you know, uh, we'll hang out and. Uh, you know, uh, and then I think I'll go. We'll go see sports. You know, that's an inside stuff, but we'll have <laughs> yes. some fun. All right, sounds good. Thanks, brother, and thanks for letting me bet. Now I now I can go back to sleep. Goodbye. <laughs> see ya. Oh, I love that guy. That's I'm my jacked guy. up about it. Mike North, one of the one of the uh, all time good dudes in the business too. Uh, all right, Jonas Stocks, Fox Sports Radio. Coming up next, we've got the scraps. Uh, we have got a story in the scraps that is absurd. NFL penalties, all right, an absurd NFL penalty and not the ones that you're thinking of. That's next here on FSR. But for all the latest, Ralph Irvin. Thank you very much, Jonas. And we start with Major League Baseball. St. Louis won their fourth straight, 7-5 at Colorado. They now hold the number one spot in the National League wild card race. The number two spot, well, currently it's Milwaukee, who was a 7-6 winner over Pittsburgh in 15 innings. And yes, they are currently in that playoff race. Seattle, a 6-3 win over Arizona. The Diamondbacks, though, still maintain a game lead over Colorado in the National League West. Online car shopping can be confusing. Not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car. So visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Oakland, a 7-1 win at Minnesota. They are still a game and a half out of first place. In the American League West, that's because Houston was a 9-3 winner over the Angels. We'll have a little something more about that coming up in the scraps. Thanks, Ralph. Uh, coming to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, where it's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Right now, it's time for this. Jonas. You moron. How could you not get to these stories? You moron. These are the scraps. And to find out what we have missed so far on the show with this awful, out-of-date music from the Cannonball Run, we turn it over to the Dom DeLuise, the man who can't keep a straight face through all of these stories. 
Ralph Urban. Ralph? Thank you very much, Jonas. And as I just mentioned, Houston in Southern California this weekend for a series in Anaheim with the Angels. Well, Friday, Justin Verlander had brunch at the Beverly Hills Hotel. And, well, I just passed on a copy of the receipt to you, and it's something to behold is because right there is an open miscellaneous charge. Right next to it, it says Dodger Killer. The charge? One million dollars. Oh, that's so funny. Uh, un- unbelievable. The, the the comedians, uh, where is this, the Cabana Cafe in uh, the, Beverly Hills? At the Beverly Hills Hotel, yes. No. Hold on a second. Ten dollars for a cranberry juice? What are you having, cranberry? I can't finish the uh, the end of that, but we've all seen The Departed. Um $10 for a cranberry? Let me... Re- okay. There's a whole lot going on in that receipt. Yeah. Um. All right. So we've got a latte for $9. That's ridiculous. Uh, cranberry juice for 10 bucks. A green Envy for 20 bucks. Uh, what the hell is that? Like it's probably a, an energy drink or a smoothie of some sort. It sounds like a, uh, a, a strip club that pours Ecto Cooler. Um, so green Envy, uh, a McCarthy salad... $42. Do you want him to chop me up and feed me the poor? Pancakes for 30 and another McCarthy salad for $42. My God. What the hell is that? $42 for a salad? That's what, how they keep the riffraff out. What is there, winning lotto tickets at the bottom of it? <laughs> Jesus, man. I don't even want to like order any of that. I just want to walk in there and see what's inside this place. Wow. So did he pay the whole uh, $1 million plus, or did they uh No, they I, I, think, I think he had that one removed. Okay. Interesting. What else we got, Ralph? Well, last week you made a lot of waves with a simple tweet that said, quote, this was called roughing the passer, oh, yeah. end quote. Well, this is roughing of another sport as Antoine Williams, who made the hit in that tweet, well, he was fined $20,054 for oh, the hit. man. Uh, that's... Why? 20 grand for that hit. Tw- 20 grand for roughing the passer. Suddenly a-, a $42 salad doesn't sound too bad. Oh, my God. Makes me want to puke. Me too, Leo. Is that Leonardo DiCaprio? Why do I always ask that? Who is it? Oh, Mike Van... Is it, uh, why is Mike Gundy? Oh, Oklahoma State. Jesus. 0 for 3. Garbage! I almost called him Mike Van Gundy. Like, he's one of the missing Van Gundy brothers. Anybody else notice that uh, Stan Van Gundy looks like Ron Jeremy from the waist up? Thoughts, Ralph? Uh, yeah. That about does it. <laughs> um, all right. So so he got uh, he got popped twenty thousand dollars for an awful call. That's terrible, man. I wonder how many guys are gonna are gonna lose jobs uh, just based on the fact that you can't keep them out on the field because you're afraid they're gonna get penalized. It's just terrible. Uh, we got anything else, Ralph? I do, in fact. Uh, you know, living here in Southern California, we battle traffic, and it, we're always aware of it. We plan around it. Well, some people beat it by riding a motorcycle. Some, well, they ride a bicycle. Thursday in Miami, a man took it a step <laughs> further, and I tweet. Uh, I'm tweeting this story actually right now. Uh, At Ralph Be Irvin. careful, Ralph. Ralph Irvin FSR. You can find the tweet. And it is out there as a man was riding his bicycle on I-95 wearing nothing but a G-string and suspenders. Okay. Oh. 
It looked like a nice bike, though. Triathlon handles and everything. I haven't gotten that far. Still looking at uh, the other stuff. Now, here's okay. Now, here's the really important follow-up question. All right, this guy riding in Miami um, with a G-string on. Um, we do have good news. There is a there is a, a happy ending to this story, Ralph. Do you know what that is? The end. Uh, no. That uh, that he does have a seat. Yes, he yeah. does have a seat. Yay! Because uh, that would have been uh, very uncomfortable. Um, it looks uncomfortable as is. It does. I'm uncomfortable discussing it. Um, and yet here we are. Yeah. That uh, that. There's a lot of a lot of weird stuff that happens in Florida. You know, I, I think. And for those that see the image that I tweeted out. Believe me, in the story, there's multiple angles of video shot by drivers who saw this man weaving through traffic. There is, uh, yeah, definitely. I, I was going to say, um, when you described the story, it looked like Iowa Sam, our technical producer. Like, it sounded like Iowa Sam. And then I actually oh, saw yeah. what you what Ralph Irvin sent out at Ralph Irvin FSR, and you can clearly tell why it is not Iowa Sam. You can tell the one distinct... Thing about this individual on the bike in Florida that would would let it be known that it is not Iowa Sam. Do totally. You know, do you know what that is? Yeah, he wears his hair up. Yes, there it is. Very good. Uh, very good. That is the only difference between Iowa Sam and uh, the naked man or almost naked it. man riding a bike in Florida. Yeah, that's the only difference. At Ralph Irvin FSR, if you can spot another difference. At Ralph Irvin FSR. Be careful, Ralphie. <laughs> Be careful, Ralphie. Make sure you get your seat. Yeah, I need the seat there, especially with that outfit. <laughs> the suspenders make it, though. You can't sell our seats. All right, thanks, Ralph. Mm-hmm. Um, that was the scraps. Jonas Stocks here, Fox Sports Radio. want to let you know we are brought to you by Lowe's. Pro customers at Lowe's save 5% on every purchase every day when you use your Lowe's business credit account. That's 5% on all purchases in-store or online, subject to credit approval, U.S. only. Coming up next here on Fox Sports Radio, there is an event that you probably know nothing about. I am telling you, it is can't-miss television. Okay, nobody else is going to talk about this. This is the only show that will set you straight on this subject. Find out what it is next year on FSR. I'm jacked up about it. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Coming to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. So there is something going on in the world of sports. It is can't miss. All right, a can't miss event in the world of sports. I will tell you what that is uh, momentarily here on FSR. I uh, do want to let you know, uh, speaking of can't miss, about 10 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio, Anthony Gargano and Lincoln Kennedy, the fellas, will take over. Uh, got tons on the NFL. Always a fun listen, so make sure you stick around for that uh, here on Fox Sports Radio. Gargano and Kennedy coming up uh, about 10 minutes from now here on FSR. So uh, there are certain can't miss athletes and sometimes they're not even the best in their sport like Michael Vick was never the best quarterback in the NFL but Michael Vick was really fun to watch like like there there are some runs early in his career like he was just a highlight 
and and you would you would watch Michael Vick, and nobody ever said, man, that that's the best quarterback in the NFL. But if you would have said like most fun player in the NFL to watch, it was Michael Vick. Johnny Manziel was never the best pro prospect in college football. But man, that one season, was there anything more fun than watching Johnny Manziel do his thing at Texas A&M? And there was this mystery about him because Texas A&M wouldn't allow freshmen to to do interviews. Johnny Manziel in Tuscaloosa that game, the play he made throwing the touchdown when the ball uh, pops out of his hands. I mean, there was nobody more exciting. Russell Westbrook. Westbrook's not, not the best player in the NFL, not even close. But it'd be hard to find another player in the NBA that you would want to pay and sit courtside and watch than Russell Westbrook, who's got this extra gear that he steps into, and it's just a different type of player. Devin Hester, I got a new story. Devin Hester didn't even have a position, but was there anything more exciting in the NFL than watching Devin Hester return kicks and punts? It's crazy. The reason I bring this up, is there is a fighter in the UFC that a lot of you haven't heard of. His name is Justin Gaethje. He's fighting Saturday night on Fox Sports 1 at 10 Eastern time. Trust me, watch the fight. I am urging you to watch this fight. You do not want to miss Justin Gaethje fights. He is a savage, okay? He does not care. He's an accomplished wrestler, has a great ground game, does not care. Stands in the middle of the ring or the octagon, walks forward, walks his opponents down, and throws punches until either somebody's knocked out, and a lot of times in, in recent fights, it's been him. He is a savage. He's not even close to being the best fighter in the division uh, there are multiple guys ahead of Justin Gaethje, but nobody puts on a better fight. It is worth it. It's free. It's on Fox Sports 1. Figure it out. Get to a television. Uh, uh, DVR it if you have to. You want to watch this fight. And the scary part is he probably won't be around much longer because he has sa- taken such a beating and he's done so much damage to himself in the way that he fights that there's some thought that he's got maybe a couple more fights left and then he's done. Like if you remember Arturo Gotti, the boxer, it's like that. It is one of these rare fighters that come around every so often. One of these rare athletes that they're not the best at their sport, but you can't find anybody more exciting to watch. And I think he's probably going to lose. Um, uh, he's fighting a real tough guy in James Vick, but trust me, watch the fight. Justin Gaethje, 10 p.m. Eastern time on Fox Sports Run on Fox Sports One. I'm telling you, you will thank me for it afterwards. Uh, Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Thanks to Iowa Sam, Mike Mayer, Ralph Irvin, Mike North, who popped on. Uh, Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Back tomorrow here on FSR. Jonas, son of a bitch. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 